Hey. Hey. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Welcome. We're back in action. Feels good to be uh, good, you know? Feels good to be good? Yeah, because I was really good. At first, I was really bad. And then I learned. And then I was like, wait, you're really good. And then I was really good. And then I got fired. And now, and then I was like, oh, shit. I'm got to start all over again. I don't even know if I'm really good at this. And now we're fucking really good. We're good. Yeah. And it feels good to be back. We're doing, we're doing cross-breeding podcasting now. It sounded Cross-promotion. Yeah. Cro- why? Well, whatever. Cross, oh, because you know I, did I accidentally promote my show? Is that not cool? No. <laughs> did we not just do Bobby Lee? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. That made me <laughs> wow. Feel, that made How me quickly feel, we forget. That made me feel, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about that, but yeah. That made me well, feel, I don't know. I don't know if it's out or but it's no gonna, way. There's no way. There's no way. I also noticed that they the last episode they did the uh, his wife and the guest. Girlfriend. They took a photo together. Sorry, yeah. girlfriend. Um, they took a photo, a group photo together, and when we took a photo, she didn't get in the photo. What's up with that? That's what I'm saying. What's up with that? I've, something odd. Maybe she doesn't hmm. like skateboarding. Hmm. I don't know. I felt like she liked me more than she liked you, which is weird because I definitely felt like Bobby Lee didn't know who I was. Was that what you were reading from the room? Yeah, because when a girl can't get eye contact with me, then it's either you hate me or you like me. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Like if it's if you go if you go, that's how long you can keep eye contact. It's like a second because you can't lock it. Then I'm like, wait, what did I? I'm like, I did something wrong. I'm like. Hmm. And then the ego and, and then the hater both light up. She's into you, dude. I'm like, that's gross. Why would you say that? The other one's like, she fucking hates you, dude. You're the worst. And I'm like, really? That makes sense, I guess. Fuck. And then I love how you have, have to go down that far. Oh, well, yeah. They're both the internal dialogue goes down the road. Good guy and bad guy both have microphones, and I have no idea how to take <laughs> it away from them. I, all I can do is argue. Sometimes I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I might be pretty awesome. I agree. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, I probably suck. Fair enough. I thought it was good, though. That was the first time we did a proper comedy podcast together. And I think you and I did and we really were, well. Yeah, where we were both interjecting. and I would I be honest, good. dude. I felt like, you know, they got… Obviously, they want to ask Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk questions. But not too many. It was pretty fucking… Solid. It did. It, it did feel like it ended quickly. Yeah. Not abruptly, but just like, oh, it's over. That was it. Oh, that was that was cool. I think that's how podcasters do their shit. It seems like they're like under an hour, guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Because we usually are going for an hour, and then when we do, they're like, dude, you guys should go longer. But we have been going longer with guests, and we're gonna get more guests. Look, I feel like. The interview goes longer. As a professional interviewer, the interviewer goes longer because you are enthralled with what is happening. And usually you should be, you should have a good read on what's good for your show. Should be engaged in it, yes. And if you're like, I cannot stop asking this dude questions because I'm so intrigued by his existence Mm -hmm. or she, that is a great interview. Like if I'm doing an interview and I'm like, Fuck, I'm pretty much tapped out of questions. Yeah. Like if I'm thinking that to You're myself. Sure. Uh-huh. Then you should mm-hmm. probably uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. you should probably wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that comes with not knowing your guests. Cause if you run yeah. out of, like Rodney Mullen. Right. I can't stop asking Rodney Mullen about stuff because every answer is like, oh, that's even weirder. Okay, what if I ask this question? Because your fucking answers are amazing. Like right. everything you say is like, 
<gasps> Never thought of it that way. Fuck, this guy is amazing. Let her know, and someone's like, "Yeah, you know, I, you know, I just get up and I do stuff." And you I'm just, like, you just tease the Rodney Mullen episode. I will tease it. I teased it to my son this morning. Okay. I'm pitching that well, interview there you go. to everybody. Breaking news. It's the best interview I've ever been a part of in my life. Breaking news. Rodney will be on the show soon. Sorry. I just realized again. We we did, we recorded it. We're saving it for a special occasion. It's fucking insane. It's insane. Fuck so, everybody. I apologize. It's not timely, but there is not like there was something that there, there was some... There was some dated part of it that we needed to put out right away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It makes, like we weren't talking about current events or anything. So... No. Uh, it's it's very good. It's incredible. And we're going to give it to you soon. He's the most incredible person alive and we got an interview with him. So there you go. We had to do it at night. We had to, we had to do it <laughs> at night for, for reasons schedule. that you need to hear. Yeah, yeah. The greatest athlete That's probably ever. the latest I've been at this office in right. years. We should have skated after just to really fucking mix it up. <laughs> should have got him on there. Is this my new thing now? Anybody wants to come on Hawk versus Wolf? They I don't know I'm if like, you saw. Skate. It was about maybe five years ago. I did a I did a whole video of doing doubles, mostly with Andy, but yeah. also some special guests. Yeah, and I I had to do something with Rodney. Like I I just I had to. Yeah, I, mean, I had to get Rodney in it. Yeah, but how do you do doubles with Rodney Mullen? Yeah, and so I we built a platform between the channel on the ramp. I'll put this on the, on the whatever. Oh, YouTube, but sick. He did a, so he did a, a flat trick ground trick and I did the, a trick over the channel. So he did the, the trick that we connected with that we talked about on the show. Spoiler alert. We talked about how when I started doing air walks, he learned that on flat. Yes. Yeah. Cause he wanted, cause we were like trading tricks. Yeah. And so he did an air walk on this platform as I did an air walk fakie over the gap. Oh shit! It's pretty cool, man. It's got, probably one of my favorite things in there. Yeah, you got the bad end of that stick. Fucking air walk to fake you over the gap versus the hard part was it was hard for him to time it because he's he was not facing me. He was facing where, where the the camera would be. Okay, so also the photos it was from really on the deck. hard to synchronize. It's a video from on the deck. Video is from the deck where he's on. All right, but it was hard to get the the apex of the tricks both at the same time and so i had to do it a few times and not a fan of airwalk traveling over the gap to faking no no nope i'm not doing that probably not, yeah probably, probably not gonna do it again yeah i've been thinking about going backwards on the drive here trying to get a few things that i'm scared to do that just have to be put back in my in my stuff i'm freaked out from the invert because i got knocked out and i haven't done an invert since it just people don't know it's just a hand plant for some weird reason, now I can do the eggplant on the other hand because I haven't been knocked down on that and I can do that, no problem. So you go for an invert and you, you do think that? Like, uh-oh. Yeah, and I bail out. And mm. then I thought, well, what it is to me is I get tired quick. So if I do, let's say, six hand plants that don't work, that's a lot of work. And I don't want to make the first one even yeah. if it feels right. I yeah. just want to sit on my hand and go, there's a landing because I don't know what happened in that knockout. I don't know what I did wrong. And I'm like, I know that the hand plant before it was sketchy and I was trying to like fix them and it made it even worse. Ah, but I think I think that you've just come so far in your confidence and your skating. I'm a little bit more aware. Okay. That you would be more aware. You, I, I, you know, we're talking about, I don't know what that was, five or six months ago. Yeah. 
and you couldn't even see landings on airs. You weren't even- Okay, good point. You know, yeah, you, right. Everything was like, whoa, I made it. That yeah. was crazy. I don't really know what happened. Good point. And now I think you're a little more aware. I can definitely see the landing. That's been happening for a couple months yeah. now. Yeah. I went through that just with some tricks uh, after I broke my pelvis where I didn't, I, I used to take so many tricks for granted. Even, even tricks that people think are hard or blindsided or dangerous or whatever. I just didn't even think about it. And then that shifted everything when I broke my pelvis doing something that I generally had wired. Yeah. And it was like, can I do this? Can I do any of these things oh. easily? Wow. And it was, it was like, it was probably about a year before I really felt like I was skating to a level that I was happy with and that justified being out there doing it in public again. Oh, I can understand that. That mega ramp slam I took, I feel like, the impact of it felt like such a car crash and such a, like, I feel like I got lucky what I landed on. I feel like I, everything else should have broke. And it, it made me realize that mega ramp is like, I mean, you could have died on that trick. Like I, I, I was out of control yeah. and I landed on whatever part hit the deck. I don't know. I didn't call that. I was upside down wiggling for my life. Next thing you know, and I'm like, that was a really hard hit. Right. And then all of a sudden I'm somersaulting down to the flat. That bit wasn't even that bit even hurt compared to the other bit. I right. was already like, first slam has ruined me. Next one doesn't even exist. I was like, blah, blah, whatever. But the first one put the fear in me. Like yeah. there was a a thing where I was like, man, I I don't want to take that slam again. Like I I I don't know if I can take that slam again. <laughs> so it was like, if it's a 50-50. Because I remember I did frontside threes over it, and I was like, okay, we're getting, like, you're getting close to to the only other person that's any good at it. And then that Indy 5 slam just made me just, I was like, yeah, I don't really yeah, need that to was, make it. He, he did an Indy 5 on the on the mega ramp quarter pipe, which is 28 feet tall. Right. You're probably, I don't know, 12 feet up? At least, yeah. And landed on the coping, on yeah. his body, not hanging up yeah. on his body. My like, hip. have a seat. Yeah. Yeah, my hip sideways. So I hit it I hit it on the side of my hip on the side. So I was half head first into the ramp, but my my body caught the ramp on the way in, and it went, I went, whoa, and, and then it bounced me out. And then my ass started to go over my head, and I was like, you got to be shitting me. And had to it, it already hurts. I was already in a car crash, and yeah, then I'm, yeah. and then I feel this my my legs go over my head, and I'm like, oh, there's the flat, and tucked my chin to my chest to go over, and then woogoo, and I'm like, man, that really hurt. I mean, I couldn't move my legs for five minutes. Jakey was crying. Jakey's like, Jason's broke his back. This is before Jake slam. This is like. Before anybody before, before had, Danny bounced off the cover. Yeah, before anybody had yeah. done it yet. I was like, You're the, the first, pioneer you know, of Mega yeah. Ramp Slams. Man, why can't I be the pioneer of <laughs> <laughs> skateboard trick or something? Not but I remember Bucky was at Bucky came over to my house that night because he, you know, he was like, Hey man, how are you? Cause yeah. later, you know, earlier this afternoon, you fucking died. And I remember it was X Games Mega Ramp. I just couldn't make that five. I just couldn't. I would just bait. My body was like, don't get yeah, out of like, here. Why are you doing this yeah. again? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, you stop being such a bitch. And yeah. it would be like, fuck you. Get off this ramp. I'm like, man, this is this is terrible. Because to me, it was, I didn't want to win. I mean, great. I wanted to make my ride. Right. I got a ride I'm going to make. And then I'm going to make another ride that's even harder. And I'm like, 540. That's your fucking thing. 
you do a fucking, you know, 18 foot backside five. That's it. You you don't need any of this shit. Like I I feel like I I did a rocket 360 over the gap in Mexico and I did it like a 20 foot backside because of the hum, the altitude. Oh wow. I don't care anymore. I've got it on video. I don't care if you think you're good. <laughs> I got video of doing a 20 foot backside. Put them on the fucking list. Name your name where you did a 20 foot air. It's a fucking small list and I'm on it. And that scared the fuck out of me once again because that's like I got knocked out in Australia like a week before it and did the full, like I was in hospital and I pissed my pants. What, doing what? Uh, jumping off that wall. I guess we could put that in there. I jumped off. So oh, the wall at, at Pran? The first Pran ramp yeah. and the wall were different from right. when I was yeah. living there. So yeah. my friend goes, you got to jump off that wall because we always talked about it. But the thing that people don't know is there was a ledge on the wall and we got on the ledge. And we jumped off the ledge, not the fucking top of the roof of it. Right. So the ledge is gone. It's a different ramp. And I go up there to see like how to get on the ledge. And I'm like, oh, there's no ledge. And it's 5,000 people going, do it, Ellis, <laughs> fucking do it. And I was like, seems almost impossible for me to make that. <laughs> and, but everyone's like, come on. I'm like, are you wow. going to walk off the roof? Wow. Like you're not going to walk. I've, I've, I've walked off a couple of those. Because you're smart. You got well, I looked at I was like. Yeah, I, it's more likely I'm going to fall and take a big slam. Right. And that's just not how I want to end this. Well, it was my, the reason that it, it was worth it to me is I knew it was my last demo as a pro skateboarder in Australia and Danny was there and Colin was there and it was the DC team. And I'm just some B team asshole that makes jokes. You want to go out with a bang? And I was like, I could take this fucking demo. I could take this from everybody and it's my home ramp or my home <laughs> yeah. turf. I'm like, all you got to do is jump off that fucking wall. And it's yours. And I'm like, you know what? It's worth it. So then I jumped in a few times. And the whole time I'm falling in, I'm trying to get my head to go back to being in a front side air because that's the position it's in. So I'm falling and I'm trying to dip my head at the same time. And I'm like, uh, front side air. I'm like, no, nah, that's not going to work. And then I just kept doing it. I was, I was like, I'm not, I'm going to make it. I'm going to at least put it down and explode on the flat. But I'm going to put it down. And then I jumped in lean air. And then went to grab it front side. And then when I put my feet on, it was a little off. And I was like, ah, shit. And I took it off at the last second. And my knees landed on the board. <sighs> and I went, boom, Out. Convulsing. I saw the video of the first person there's Colin. But, um, you know, I was in an ambulance. I came to for like two seconds. And then I was back out. I couldn't breathe, man. I was in the dark. And something was choking me. And I was fighting it. Wow. And then all of a sudden I'm back and I'm in a hospital and a, a, a nurse lady is wiping my balls with a warm, wet towel because I guess I peed myself, but I don't know that that's, yet. That's how you woke up? Yeah. Or that's when you 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 started to have well, someone more said that coherent. I talk- yeah, because you, 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 I mean, when you're in a state of unconsciousness, you can't be talking. And Someone said I woke up in the ambulance and said a few words and then I went back yeah. out again. But you know, dude, when you're yeah. awake and then you go back out, yeah. That's bad. That's not good. Like your brain is is not coping. You're like you're like, hey, no, everybody, I'm okay. Like that's not good. So then I remember the lady rubbing my my privates with a wet, warm towel, and that's when my brother that passed away, Stevie, he comes walking in, and I've got this lady rubbing my balls with a warm towel, <laughs> and I go, hey, it's not cheating if you knock yourself out. <laughs> and he's like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I still had a joke. And I'd been conscious for like 30 yeah. seconds. 
Hey everybody, Alice May and the Birdman talking about Manscaped because uh, Tony Hawk had a Manscaped before we did this podcast. I True. had two, and now I have five. I think Manscaped is it's making not a competition. It, no, it look whatever a champion of the world that wins everything. I, you might have won more X Games medals than me, but I've got more Manscapes than you. So suck a butt. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> man, I did not just say that to you. Uh, we got, we got discounts and then it's, it's Christmas time. So now would never be a better time to purchase a Manscaped, even if you are, are already aware of its magnificence and how many things it has Manscaped. They got bowl cream, they got different guards and it's like the, it, it, there's like, uh, body washes and, and did you know they've, re- they got, uh, no animal products in anything. I think it's super weird that they bring that up. But also, awesome. I love that the world has to mention that these days. Even though I still drive a car with... I got leather shoes. I'm an idiot. Anyway. Uh, so you know about all the Manscaped stuff. I know you use it. If you don't use it, you could get it for somebody else. Let's say you hate... You love your hair and you want to be a Wolverine. You could still get this for everybody else. Because look... I don't want to get into it, but pubes aren't cool, man. Whoever's leaving those things on the public toilets, what's up with that? You need to trim those. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what is falling off you in the middle of the day? That's out of control. So we've got a discount here. 20% off, everybody. Free shipping if you go to manscaped.com slash hawkwolf. Be the, the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellison, the Birdman here. Hawk versus Wolf talking about Raycon. Did you know that it is uh, Christmas time is approaching and you could give a gift? You know, giving, they say, is is better than receiving. I'm still too young to understand that. I want someone to get me a Ferrari. I, I know that I'd probably appreciate it more if I work for it, but nah, I just want one. I don't care how I get it. I don't think giving you a Ferrari is going to give me as much joy as getting one either. <laughs> See, so. and that's why I haven't got one, Tony, because you haven't figured it out that's yet. It. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be better to just give one. Anyway, these headphones, sorry, earbuds are, uh, you can't, even if you weren't going to use them and someone gave them to me for Christmas, it's a good look. They're really good. They work. I run in them. I think my wife stole mine now. It's true. Right. I ride my bike with them on. There's a button you can press for like awareness mode so I don't get hit by a car. Oh, what? There's uh, there's pure mode. There's wait balance modes, bass mode, so you can turn your hip hop and EDM up. Uh, t- Tony, you know when you're EDMing, yes. you do that a lot. I'm sure. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, totally. EDM and Tony you, Hawk. Uh, you got me. They you sen- got me. They synergize. You could probably catch Tony on any given morning uh, running <laughs> down the street with EDM beats playing. That's never going to happen. If it's, only if it's Guppy. It's my son's music. Yes, EDM, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, the holidays are coming, as I said, faster than you think. Now is the time to knock out the gift, the, uh, that gift list that, to, that you've been avoiding the last minute sh- uh, shipping s- scramble. Sorry, I didn't go to school and me trying to read all this stuff. I already said it. If you want to get a gift or if no one's looking and you want to just get yourself some sweet ear earbuds, <clears throat> I, I'm sorry. Here I go back to being me, me, me again, but they're really good. They really work. I would just lie and be like, Bang, but I've run in them a couple of times. They've got, 
these different earbud thing inserter things because I've got a giant head, and I've, which means I've got giant ear holes. I've got a little bit of giantitis, I think. So I'm 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 packing as well. So gross. But I put the big ones in so it doesn't fall out of my head when I'm running because they usually fall out of my giant ear holes. So anyway, we've got a uh, discount. Wait, where is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Raycon.com slash Hawkwolf. 15% off. Off your entire order. So you can buy some for yourself and then some for your mom and then some for your brother or whatever. It depends if you like him or not. What and about Bob, your uncle? If you have If you have an uncle named Bob... And you get him these. He's yeah, he was already your uncle, but now he's fully <laughs> full blown uncle. Now, uh, Raycon.com slash Hawkwolf. But yeah, the doctor was like, if you go, if you hit your head again, you could die. It's fair, doctors say that. And then they were like, uh, you know, there's a mega ramp contest in Mexico City, and I was like, well, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And then that roll-in and the altitude, I did not know this, but altitude makes a huge difference in a lot of things. Cardio, but also if you go into the air, flying into the air or rolling with your own body power, just put 10 feet on it because the first person to jump the gap, you jump the gap and then you land down the land. I watch him jump in the air and start wiggling, like going, uh, uh. Rolling up the then, windows, and then and then like you know, don't go. <laughs> like the ch- like the yells of chain go up to. He says, "Don't go," and I'm like, "Okay." I wonder why. I did look bad, and then he gets up there. Fucking don't pump. It's the fucking. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, cool." And then I I still overshot it. Like I took off, and it was like <gasps> immediately doing this thing without a board. Like no, no, yeah. no. And then you catch the last part. If you don't catch the last part. That's no, like it's a, over. Yeah, it's like a 50-foot yeah. air to the it's, ground. Yep. So I do that, slow down, make the gap. But what I don't realize is when you hit that quarter pipe, usually it's about a 15, 16 foot for me because I'm 200 pounds and I don't de-pump. I have to pump, otherwise I'll collapse. Same. I've never been able to de-pump that quarter pipe. I think that's the most... I'm happy that you guys can do it. I, I am fascinated. Like, I'm jealous that they can do that, that they yeah. can slow down. How do you slow down on that thing? Nope. I, if I'm like, slow down, just means I go, yeah, and... Do a Jake Brown. So I'm not doing that. I'm just going to pump, which means that the first air is at least 16 feet. And I've noticed from many years of Mega Ramp, the first one, when you go down the rolling, your eyes aren't ready. It makes your eyes water. So you you go down the roll in, then whoop, 360. And you're like, man, thank God the wind's not in my eyes for a second. And then you land again. You're like, and it's like, and you go whoop. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. And okay, now I know. And okay, yeah, I'm in the pocket and I land. But there's a full fucking second there where you go, I don't know, I don't know, which means you could be over here. Every, Dad. every time I've skated, I go through that I don't know thing for at least five or six tries. Okay. Well, because of this one, because it was 20, I couldn't tell where I was going to land for way longer. Yeah, that's longer. the thing. I mean, be, being a vert skater, you never seen the coping that far away. You can't judge it. So you question everything that you already know. And it's like, am I going to hang up? I don't know. I've never seen it that far. I did a whole day of every time I did the backside air, my board came up here into my hand to throw it, to start wiggling for my life. Because I'd go boom and be like, oh my God, too hot. You know what I mean? And then I'd that be, bong too is, it, is such a different... <laughs> It's such a different it's sound. It's like being shot. Yeah, because we, we're used to a little bit of a tail scrape going up the coping or yeah. a snap. Or Fuck even no. if you don't hit the tail, there's a little like, ding. Yeah. 
when you hit that mega ramp quarter pipe, it's like a bong. Yeah. It's like a gong bell. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's to it's, remind you like, here you go. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're going to go extremely high. To me, it's car crash speeds. It just feels like a car crash. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like, you know, here we go. Like, I've been in car crashes. I'm like, oh, wow. But you ain't got no frame. You got nothing to bounce off except you. So it's like being in a car crash where the, as soon as the car starts to crash, you get ejected from the car. <laughs> yeah. And now you've got to do this weird, like, survival wiggle ragdoll <laughs> yes. thing where you're like, man, please t- don't let end it now. But yeah, that was the most fear. And it took so long. I think it was a whole day. It might have been like I didn't make it until the next day. Like I might have bailed Baxadere oh, for an yeah. entire day. And then the second day I made a Baxadere. And I was like, that's the biggest, you know, I'm, I had already was looking at radio. I was like, you just did a 24 method here, yeah. dude. Like you can just say goodbye. Good night. Yeah. Um, was I going to tell you? Oh, so when I, when I, broke my pelvis one of the first things when i came back when i first started skating before i even really had my confidence was going to the mega the first mega in point x yeah because that's where i slammed i got invited and everyone's going and uh, and i just started skating again so there's video of that and and you can see that i do not have the right balance of weight on my feet yeah so as I land, I start to like, I do this little shuffle, like to try to force my my weight forward because yeah. it, was, it was the where I broke my pelvis it was it was actually on my front leg, okay, like on that side. So I was always favoring my back leg. So through that through that first six months or so, I was shooting out and falling a lot, whipping out, whipping out. Just to, I mean, on basic, like I'd be doing doing something, and all of a sudden I'm just on the flat bottom on my back because uh. I wasn't distributing my weight properly. But on that day, it was even more evident, but I was doing it more as survival. So um, it was frightening. But uh, is that ramp? But I made a couple errors. I mean, that was, that was the goal for uh, the day was to make, I think I made one backstater and one India. And I was like, that's, that's good. Good day. <laughs> you know, the very first time I ever went down the mega ramp, I had a DC basketball jersey on and no elbow pads oh, and no. my normal vert board because the only person that had a mega ramp board was one person, Danny Way. Right. And he's talking to me on the drive, talking to me, oh, it's easy, you fucking do it, no problem. You know, so thanks, Danny. He's pumping me up. We get up there on the roll-in. He's like, you ready to go? He's like, you got to pump, like, you know, telling me all the right things. He's like, don't try to de-pump when you get to the the quarter pipe. So it's all pretty scary because he's telling me a lot of stuff where I'm like, man, that's a lot of stuff. And it sounds like you're telling me in a pretty serious manner, like, yeah. make sure you do everything I'm yeah. telling you. And I'm like, all right, duly noted. And I go down the rolling. This rolling isn't one of those roller coaster ones. It's a it's a flat one. You kind of it's not hard. The, the, to the wobbles the wobbles come on slowly. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a gradual pace. So anyway, I go as I start to let go, I drop in, start going down the rolling, and he goes, and I go, what? <laughs> and I'm and I'm like, and he's like, he's like, ah, and I'm like, did he just? Hopefully. Hopefully he didn't say, oh, wait, don't go. Your wheel's coming off or something. Like, I'm like, I'm, hopefully that wasn't too important. I look back to the quarter pipe and I made a back uh, straight air over it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. Now we're in my territory, the quarter pipe. And I look up the ramp and it was, re- it reminded me when I first got there, it's like the perfect storm. Like, you know, the last wave that George can't get up. 
Like, oh, come on, you're going to make it. No, you're not. <laughs> like, you're not going to make it. So I did that. Like, as I went up, I was like, no. Like, I looked up at it, and it made me lean back. I whip out on the way up and skid up the quarter bike on my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me And bump the back of my helmet oh off the coping, like, dong. And I'm like, and then I look back and do, like, this thing. And you became the skateboard. Yeah. But I was like, man, we got a, we got a long day ahead of me. And then all the burns. And yeah, he's like, oh. I get them all over. I used to get them all over my calves. So then not I not having just, shit covered on there is insane. Yeah, so then I just got I used to wear um I used to wear uh Quicksilver snowboard socks. Oh, uh, yeah. that would go up to my knee pads. And that didn't melt. That didn't melt, but then there was always a little gap. And so you sometimes would get a burn it. on that gap. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's so crazy. I got so burnt. I remember Danny's like, dude, why don't you just wear a moto t-shirt? I'm like, because you didn't tell me. Yeah, I stood here for an hour with a basketball jersey on. You didn't want to tell me anything. Yeah, but that I told my kids about that. The burn I had where their mother was around at the time, and it was, I, I burnt my ribs, and it was like every rib. Had, oh, you saw it. Yeah. Had the burn, and uh, it was afterwards, and Blayback and Colin McKay, all those people were having some beers, and I'm like, I guess I gotta get in the shower, and they're like, Yeah, whatever, go in the shower, and I'm like, Andrea, can you? help me she's like yeah not nah, fair enough and i think i was allowed like i got given a corona because it was like give the guy a beer like and I, I think danny might have even given me a painkiller i'm not sure because they were just like whoa dude your back is fucked but that shower because that place is hideously dirty and, and infested i'm like i gotta wash it so i got andrea washing my burns and it's in at, one of those log cabins camp? where yes where oh. it's just super hot and shitty i think there was flies in my shower so flies are trying to get on me. I got my hands on the wall, and Andrew's scrubbing this thing, and I'm just like, I've had bro, I've had bones come out of my skin. I'm like, re- legitimately fucking ow, like <laughs> yeah. fuck me. I remember like afterwards coming out high. On, oh, because it's so painful. On the pain, like yeah. they're all talking. And I'm like, you guys. You That's guys one of those ones me. where where it, it burns, it stings when it's on when it goes, <laughs> and usually you just wait for that to subside. And when it's that deep, it doesn't subside. So every time you're in the water, it's like, oh, it it goes "Eh, eh, eh, eh," after the fact. Like you just keep, and then when it heals, if you go, hey, it rips. (laughs) If you laugh too loud, it rips. And that's like a whole new pain as well, where you're like, fuck yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. When it gets, it's just that crust on it. And then, (laughs) 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 I'm dealing with it right now with my shin. This one this again. One took a, wait, they wait, took you hit a it turn. again? No, it took a turn, so I had to because it started to it get took the, a turn. Yeah, it wait, started, it's infected. Yeah, so lame. Because <laughs> I skated, because I had to skate. It took a turn. It's because uh, you're fucking fifty, dude. <laughs> stop it. It took a turn. Wait, how infected is it? It's got you know how it starts to get the the what looks like pimples all around it, but they started spreading further. So, so staff it's like a, it's like a, a version of staff. Oh, a version of staff. Well, you know, it's staff light. Oh. <laughs> but oh, it's because it's because I had that. I had that. It was clean. I was doing it, but then I had to. I didn't have to, but I. I <laughs> We we set up this this. Sometimes we do demos here. Um, yeah. For uh, for it's hard to explain, but basically we called it like a VIP experience, and we will donate that to certain charities. Oh, so cool. at a charity event, they'll have an auction item that's like, come to Tony Hawk's ramp and and hang out and 
and watch them skate or skate and have lunch and whatever. So that was, I did that for this one charity. I, we used to do a lot more. Um, and we set the date and it's always like, it, it's gotta be a mutual date because people are traveling. So it was that date. And I was like, I can't, I can't cancel that one. No. So I skated and then the next day, bad. I got, I think I got, I, I think I, I think what I'm going to stop to it. It's okay. We're going to skate today. Yeah. I got a cover now. I'm like, I'm, I'm on, it's on the mend. It's okay. What? <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, I will It do was it. bad. It was it's, bad. Like four days ago. It was bad. It was really gross. It was it's problematic. Better. It's better than that. Yes. So you don't have staff. It, you fought it off. It's lingering. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Whatever. I just, uh, do you like antibiotics? No. I, I don't. I hate them. No, I'm not. That's, that's why I, I'm, I will do everything in my power to uh, not take those. You said it's gone down, though. It's gone down, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. As long as it doesn't keep getting more infested, because then you're fucked. Oh, yeah. No, Sounds I've like been there. Sounds like you're right on there. No, I've had, I've had crazy, like, there was, there was a, there was a whole outbreak of staff going on through vert skaters. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. what it was called back then. I know, but it was, but it was like early 90s, right? Yeah. And, Mike Crum was the first person I knew that. Um, I think Patient Zero was Paul Zitzer. That's been the, it's like someone oh, actually it researched it at some point. Good. But if you were skating with that crew at all, Paul. or your pads were anywhere, yeah. you got it. Yeah. And I got it twice. Oh. One time I got it. <laughs> One time I got it right on my ass. Where it, it because sometimes it would just look like a crazy I, I can't even describe Wait, got a, it was a big one. Big, big one. Big, yeah. And, and you it looks like a it. giant zit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you but if you were to squeeze it, then it spreads further. Yeah. And yeah. you can't not squeeze it. Yeah. Well, it starts leaking. I think people, it people don't know. So it's a spider bite looking thing. I've had people tell me they've got a spider yeah, bite. Yeah, that's I'm always like, the thing. Oh, I'm it's like, a spider no, bite. I'm like, nope, that's step. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes another one will crop up near it or even somewhere else on your body. And you're yeah. like, oh, now we're really, it's a problem. But, but I had this one that became like this volcano. And on your butt. Yeah. And I hadn't gone to the doctor. I was just like, whatever. Like, you know, just thought I, I was callous back then for sure yeah. about it. And never realizing how serious it was. Did you pop it? No, I went snowboarding and jumped this thing oh, and it was so icy gross. and butt checked. You're the grossest person. <laughs> this is, I butt This episode is, you're so fucking gross. <laughs> like you're fucking. But you, you only know how gross it is because you've had this. I'm not. You're going to tell me you slammed on it and popped it open? Exploded. Oh my God, you're gross. <laughs> oh. So much that I was like, what? Why oh. is it? Why is it all wet? Oh. <laughs> so then I go to the I go to the the ski patrol, and you show them. I'm like, I got something, and they're like, that's that's a, a big problem. And then they had a they had a um a little urgent care. It was at Snowbird, so up in Park City. Like I'm traveling to go snowboarding with this thing. Like I'm so dumb. With staff. With staff. Yeah. I mean, I know better now. Yeah. But no. I didn't really understand it. Because no, you weren't. So I go to their little their little even... hospital where where you know people get with broken legs and stuff that are on the mountain. They go and then yeah. the guy's like, "Oh, that's uh, this uh, yeah," and then prescribe me antibiotics. Antibiotics, yeah, you need her. You're done. They're gone. Yeah. Okay, so there was no way I was gonna, I was going to contain that one. Let's put it that way. How much did it come off your bum? Like, how big was the lump? I don't know. I mean, the head of it was. I mean, like, you don't know. Like you never looked big. at it. Did you look at it? After the fact, no, yeah. No, before you Oh, before, it. yeah. Yes. 
And yes. did you go, man, that's a big ass zit. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and then, but but I knew like, oh, I should probably not touch it because everyone's everyone says when you when you do that, it spreads more. Oh, okay, okay. So I wasn't touching it, but it was so tender. It was I, so painful. I, and then when I bounced, it was like, oh my God, that thing was well, so ready no more to pressure. go. I'm sure you slammed hard, but that just means that thing was so ready to go. <laughs> yeah. To know that, and so you showed somebody your pussy ass. <laughs> <laughs> You showed, you showed. I had no choice. You showed some poor snowboard medic your pussed out snowboard staff medic. Ass. Yeah, probably, probably some like uh, hurt medical school student. Like, yeah. hey, here's hey, what Tony you're Hawk's pussed out ass. Like, welcome to your career. Hey, hey, dude, I think I hurt my ass. And he's like, God damn, man, what is that? I gotta. You need to get to the ER or just that get was, the fuck out of here. At least. Much it. Hey, everybody, Jason Ellis here with Tony Hawk, Hawk versus Wolf, talking about disco. Uh, do you, I, I don't, look, I'm 50 and I am, I think Tully calls me, I think I'm narcissistic. I think that's what it is. So look, you're going to die, but if you're lucky, you can be like kind of handsome all the way until the end. Like, like Sean Connery, you think Sean Connery was kind of wrinkly, but he was 80 when he died. He probably used disco. I mean, I know he's dead and he can't vouch for it right now, but he definitely did some sort of maintenance thing. You got to maintain because you wake up in the morning, you see yourself looking fresh. So you believe you've still got it. You're still the kid, the kid that once was kicking the ass. It still could be you. This, you know what I mean? It's like the lines that tell a story, but you can, you got to slow that story down a little bit so that you feel the will to want to succeed every day. I know that rugged men out there, oh, I don't need any mushrooms. I just want to burn. What about all the rugged actors in the world? Guaranteed use moisturizers and all different stuff. These guys make it easy for you because they give you like a starter kit. And then, because I, I don't really know. I, my wife teaches me how to implement, to put on moisturizer. Because apparently I do it wrong. I just squeeze it into my palm and I go, Bleh. and she's like, you don't do that. I'm like, what do you mean? You just rub it. It's in my face. Let's go. <laughs> but apparently there's like a thing with your fingers that you do. And I'm like, man, this is like. Trying to learn how to have sex all over again. It's very technical. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. They got face cream. They got the, uh, the what's the black stuff? It's a face wash a f- and a stick that you rub on your face. It's awesome. Yeah. So, like, exfoliates and stuff. It makes you fresh. Keeps you fresh as a daisy. And then you put your creams on and your eye cream. Do you like baggy uh, eyes? Do you like dark circles under your eyes? Who does? You know, except for that one guy that was in the monster movie with a light bulb in his mouth. I think he was like putting it on on purpose. But everybody else doesn't want it. And you can avoid it by uh, going here and getting yourself a fat 30% discount. Go to uh, letsdisco.com slash hawkwolf. Enter the code hawkwolf at checkout for 30% off your first order. That's... Uh, letsdisco.com slash hawkwolf for 30% off your first order. Thank you, Disco. Man, that story, because uh, I know- my- I, You know what, though? So just to, to uh, ex- <laughs> expand on that, the first time I ever got staph infection was in New Zealand. Yeah. Because my brother and I were on a, um, we just went serving for a week and we rented an RV. Cool. It was pretty sick. So yeah. the first time I went to Oz, whatever, when, when I saw you- yeah. From there, my brother came with me because they they uh, Transworld offered for him to write an article on the trip. Yeah. So they sent him there. 
And then he and I went to New Zealand from there and spent a week just driving around in an RV surfing. Sick. But I got a staph infection from that trip. And he took me to the emergency room because it started going on my knee. It was just getting huge and I'd never had one before. And they checked it out, whatever, like knew exactly what it was. Gave me uh, antibiotics, five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Socialized medicine. Yeah. Well, don't that start was, that. That was yet. my first experience with that. No, I know. I lived there. I just, yeah. I broke a lot of bones. Yeah. And I would just walk in and. But both he and I, I were, would walk out with both he and I were, were walked out like that. That was it? Yeah. That's all. It, yep. was, it was a totally different experience. Yep. Yeah. The first time I got hurt in America, I was scared. Oh, yeah. How much shit you go through. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, you got to write down this and then, and then not having insurance. So they show you like what they can charge you. And you're like, wait, that's impossible. Yeah. I got knocked down in Vegas and I was like, I'm the, they were trying to take me in an ambulance. And I was like, absolutely not. And then I remember, because I was blind for a little bit, after I got hit and I couldn't see. And, and were, you're denying the, the fuck care. Yeah, I was denying I know, that's it. crazy. I man. made like fucking like 600 bucks a month. Right. I'm not getting an ambulance. It's the end of right. my life. Yeah. I assume that they had thousands of dollars for yeah. That's what I yeah. was under the impression of. But I remember telling somebody there, I was like, make sure I don't, I'm not going. Do not, I'm not, just make, just tell him I'm not going. He's like, you have to fill out a form. I'm like, I can't see. And it's like, just, and, then I, and then I can see out of one eye and the other one, this one was, I think it was my left eye was blind for a little bit. So it's like, and I can't read. Like I, I, I'm a lot better now, but back then I was really bad. And he's like, you have to write why you can't, you don't want to be taken. And I was like, cause I'm okay. Cause I could spell that. That's what you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> That's cause I didn't good. know how else to get out. I was like, what do you, like a detail? Or I feel, I don't know how to spell fucking any of that. <laughs> I think I might've spelled cause wrong. I know okay. Because I'm okay. Yeah, that's what I did. And then my eye came back. And I remember that's that's right. The guy that was my friend who's not that friendly anymore. I had an oxygen mask and he was taking it off me because he was still in the contest. And he was taking oxygen hits to like get himself pumped for the contest. Wow. And I'm like, that sounds like- Glad I could some, provide that for you. Yeah, no, good, good guy. <laughs> Always swinging in my corner. But back to the staff thing, Mike Crum had it and he had it on the top of his- uh, Knee, on his thigh yeah, and he popped it on the toilet and it hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just remember him. It hit me in the face. <laughs> so he just thinks he's getting staff in the mind for sure. Right between the eyes. Like, fucking bam. And he's like, oh, oh. It's the and worst, I, man. I was like, man, you're probably going to die. That, that's definitely the last place you want to get hit by that. You know when you're also, like, if your nodes get swollen? Yes, That's yes. when you know it's starting to get into your bloodstream? Well, the worst one was Shani. Shani felt bad in a movie theater. He had it. Didn't know he had it. Didn't know what staff was. And I guess he was in the movie theater and felt really bad in the theater. So he left the theater and his friend came out. And he had a red line from oh, the cut right. yep. going up his arm towards yep. his heart. And when he went to the hospital, they were like, if you waited a little bit longer, you'd be dead. Yep. And I think that was the that one for me was where I was like, oh. How can we make this a PSA? D hey. If you think it's some sort of spider bite and it's, it's not a, the usual sort of acne Shh. thing, I've do not mess with it. A guy at a party in a jacuzzi, uh, some stupid vacation thing and he's in there and I and I see it immediately and go, oh, I'm not getting in that jacuzzi. <laughs> yep. And I go, hey man, um, you got staff. And he's like, no, no, man, I got bit by a spider a couple of days ago. No. And I go, 
no. <laughs> yeah. No, that's staph. And he goes, what's staph? And I'm like, it's an infection. If you don't get it fixed, you'll die. And he's like, <laughs> and then I see him two days later, bandaged out of the pool. Hey, man, you were right. That was staff. And I was like, no <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Dr. Skateboard, have you seen enough staff? So that's there's my yeah, PSA. If you see a lump and you didn't see a spider bite you, yeah. get it checked out. There's, that there's, is the worst this, uh, shit ever. They have, I forgot what it's called. Antibacks, something like that. They they have a prescription antibiotic too that that sometimes will take care of it if it's not if it hasn't spread too far. Yeah. But what I do is I just contain the area and destroy it with neosporin, like like cover it for at least twelve hours. Okay. All the area that's affected, and for now, you know, in in my life at my age, that seems to work. Okay. There you go. If you catch it early, definitely. You catch it early. But but if you don't catch it early and it's starting to spread, just go get, just don't even mess with it. Basically, fucking yeah. clean yourself. You know, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like you get a cut and you're like, ah, oh, man, I'm busy. Don't, no, clean it. Yeah. Because that's really how it there starts. There you go. <laughs> well, it is helpful. No. I'm telling you, you can get one and then you get the antibiotics. I'm like, yeah, I don't see what the problem is. But if you don't get that antibiotics and you let it get a little bit further into your system, I've had that. You- you're going to be you, hospitalized. You feel like you're going to die. Yeah. Well, because it it, it, it it gets to be like, you feel like you have the flu. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you out. Yeah. I got it. I got it at Wallows. Oh, that makes sense. I got it at Wallows. I fell when we were shooting Animal Chin. No. Yeah. You there's back there's actually a shot. There's there's a, like a, I think there's a distant shot of us going down and you see us both j- all jumping one of the hips. Yeah. And I don't come up after the landing. You ate shit. I ate shit. Like I, I kind of hung up. So I, I, I just fell forward and I got a scrape. And that was, so when we were shooting Animal Chin, we shot it in reverse order because uh, Stacy wanted us to all be in Hawaii at the end because Hawaii was going to be like a vacation for us. Okay. So in Animal Chin, Hawaii is the first scene. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, at Wallows. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to shoot this crazy video and then you guys get to hang out in Hawaii. So second day that I'm there, I start feeling like I have the flu. But I didn't realize that's what it was. And this thing is like, is just festering. Like it's not, it's not scabbing up. I've never seen anything like that, right? right. I'm just like, oh man, like this is a bummer. And so then we flew. So then I spent two days in the hotel room. Sick. Sick, yeah. And I remember like- catch on yet or are you just sick, dying? I just thought I was sick. So no one's giving you antibiotics at all? No, because we don't know any better. And so I was rooming with McGill and they're like- they get free days. They're going to the beach. They're surfing Waikiki. And then they'd come back and like, they'd go out to eat. And then McGill would like bring me takeout leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So that was, that was my big like celebration of, of doing animal chin. Oh, wow. But then we flew to LA and I'll never forget this. We flew to LA and we had to fly. We had to fly to LA. We got in at midnight and then we were flying the next day to Arizona for Duel Diablo. What's that? That was a big contest in Tempe. Oh, okay. Big, big half pipe contest. Okay. So uh, we flew to LA. We're staying at Stacy's house because that's just kind of what we did back then. Stacy had to take me to the hospital when we landed. So then he takes me to Cedar Sinai in, in LA, in Beverly Hills. Um, and I go through the whole thing. They prescribe antibiotics. Then we get on a plane at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m to fly to Duel Diablo and get there the day of the event. Like everyone else has been there for three days practicing. Yeah. I was 
out of my mind. Like I, I was still kind of in the flu state. Yeah. But but because I had antibiotics, like it was starting to starting to fade a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but now you're weak and, and you have weak the flu. And we're we're flying in the day of the event. So no practice. No practice. So we're just like straight in. I think that um I can't remember. I think I think I was wearing I was wearing something on my elbow just to just to keep it so it wasn't like rubbing on everything. Yeah. It was brutal. It was it was seriously brutal. But made it through. And I remember uh I did well in the contest and went straight to the hotel and slept for like 18 hours. That's a young man's body getting it done right there. Yeah. Like when you're older, you can't do that. No. You can't do eight. Like I, no. I, when I really tired, man, man, I must've slept for like a, like two days. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like I'm exhausted. And then I go to sleep and I wake up fucking, I wake up at seven in the morning ready to feed the kids. I'm not even living with them. Yeah. I wake up and I'm like, who wants I w- breakfast? I woke up at five today. I can't do that. But I no, was I, I wasn't. Mean, I, do I didn't want I to. That. Well, I'll tell you why. Because, and and now we're just now we're just into sickness. But uh, Keegan flew home from college on on Saturday, and was visibly ill when he got off the plane. Like he came down, and I was just like, oh, but it's man. not COVID. He goes, oh, I just I just woke up and I got sick. No, tested him, not COVID. Um, he's like, I woke up and just really sick, congested. I don't know. I was throwing up. It's like, oh, that's bad. Throwing so. Up. And I'm driving him home and I'm just like, okay. You know? Yeah. And so then, because I don't know. I, I don't know if it's COVID. Right. I don't know what. So we get him tested. It's not COVID. The next day he wakes up, wakes up worse. And so I drive him straight to this urgent care that we go to. They prescribe him antibiotics, uh, steroids. Oh, he's fucked. Cough pills. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the next day, and and all the while, my wife has been battling something else. She gets this kind of vertigo thing going on. And you can't fix that. Can't fix that. No, that, that just takes time. So she's kind of like, she's kind of laid up. And then my daughter has been coughing for like four weeks straight. So our whole house just sounds like a chorus of coughing at, in Man. the morning. And I'm just like, no. So then I finally take her. They give her the same things because they think that she had that a while ago. Okay. And then I'm just like <laughs> And you don't have it. I, I I definitely felt like there I was starting to get it the other day. And I just went hard into these Chinese herbs and into vitamins and I've got um this alia immunopen stuff and I've been I've been maintaining because I can't uh. I can't I can't. I know. I'm holding it together. I do <laughs> I, I know you're you know, more people lean on you, but I can't, like, my co-hosts on the Jason Ellis show are the two most paranoid COVID people, like, snowflake libtard. They're insane. Like, I think you should get it back. It's my personal opinion. I think it's a good idea. I mean, if you want to have a mask on, I'm okay with that. That's good. Put <laughs> yeah. it on. Sorry. Uh, but those guys sometimes say stuff where I feel like I'm about to flat earth them. You know what I mean? Where I'd be like, you shut up, you fucking pussy. Take your mask off. Like, I feel like they bring out a person that I'm not even a part of. Because they're because so they're extreme so with caution. Extreme. Yeah, I, I, a comedian said that his wife might have might have COVID. They don't know yet. And it was a comedian that I was at the comedy store with. And I saw both of them go. And oh, like, yeah. You, did you guys get coffee this morning? Because fuck yeah. off. You know what I mean? Like, somebody <laughs> around you might have it. Like, I'm living my life. Don't look at me like I'm irresponsible or like I'm and when he did it I was like really okay well I'm gonna go but I don't know what else you can do yeah 
And that was that was tricky too because when I saw when I saw Keegan get off the plane, I just thought, oh man, people on the he plane. Might, he might have or just no, he just might have COVID because he's so sick and he's clearly like he got sick through the night. He's been up college, whatever. And I'm just like, well, I'm driving him home. I'm I'm just in it. I'm in it, kids. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I think it's more that that nowadays, especially as we emerge from all this, people are just getting sick like they used to be get sick, and yeah. and that's that's what happened at our house but it just took over our house. Do you think it could be a part of people who have so have spent so much time being social distancing that now people have laid they, off? They a, just get hammered with a small cold. Maybe, yeah, because yeah. like, I feel like- That's kind of what the doctor was saying when we brought him in. Yeah, because not only yeah. did I not get COVID, but I don't get sick anymore because I don't fucking touch anybody or right. go anywhere yeah. anymore. Like I, I got- yeah. Well, I come got, over to our house. Yeah, fuck. I was going to ask last night because I got a hotel last night and I was like, man, it's kind of expensive. I could just ask to fuck. I don't want to stay anywhere near your fucking house. Get away from me. This is the worst house I ever. I told you that last night. Everybody's fucking sick. I'd be like, oh, man. You're like, yeah, come on in. You, could have stayed, you know what? You could have stayed in our little, we have a little guest pool house. You could have stayed oh, there and stayed near, away. It's not yeah, near you. You could have stayed away. <laughs> so next time. You guys are so dangerous. Next time you <laughs> like, man, I, go, I feel like I want to get a little edgy. I want to go to the Hawk Mansion and potentially get but, sick. But I like I hear coughing so much that it's almost like a, a scratch record. Like, no. <sighs> like, and, and yeah. I feel helpless. Like, yeah. I can't help you anymore. I've yeah. tried. And you can't leave. You have to stay. Um, you have to keep well, I'm here. getting it. Oh, you're, this, is your, this is your escape. <laughs> I'm here for a little bit. He's gonna I am late because I had to make cinnamon rolls. Which is also, <laughs> I, I love Super Dad, man. I love Super Dad stories. It was, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Got my shorts, got my skateboard. Oh, can you make cinnamon rolls before you go? Yes. It's so cool. My son, my son called me the other day and was like, Dad, did I leave my Xbox in the back of your car? And I was like, yeah. He's like, can you give it to me? I'm like, <laughs> you live yeah. an hour away. Yeah. And he's like, well, and then he calls me back. He goes, do you think you could Uber it? And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, all right. Did you do that? Yeah. I don't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. Just send packages? Yeah, you just give them the bag and you go, they're going to pick it up when you go out oh, the wow. front. I don't know if you can or you can't, but my ex taught me that because that's how we kind of deal with each other yeah. now. We, we, we deliver children to each other or packages for the children. Sometimes there's, I, I, yeah. I understand. I used to, I mean, when, when, especially I know, you know, splitting houses, it gets tricky. And, and sometimes there comes a point where you're like, look, you have to be accountable for this stuff. You have to grab what you want. You can't, I can't just deliver it. Right. You know what I mean? There has to be something there. Yeah. But I feel like if I was in that position, I would just be like, yeah, I'm driving it. <laughs> right. You know, like I'm so used to driving. Like, right. Yeah, okay. uh, well, I, that's the other thing. I'll go, but I also that's the I will give everybody credit for that. My ex, my kids, everybody. If I've got to work, they know. Right. Like I got to work, and right. they go, okay. Well, then we'll do something else. Yeah. Like they don't go. Well, come on, just drop your job. Like they know that my right. job. Probably when I say that yeah. I'm working, I'm I might be on air. They respect that. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we yeah. get it. Like you can't just leave the show. Right. So, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So. <laughs> but a lot, but we live a little further away from each other. We used to live closer, and then it would be a different story entirely. Right, I would just yeah. go there. But now it's like two hours to get there and back. I'm like two hours. Yeah, that's a bit to get there and much. back for your Xbox. Like you can't play the game tomorrow, dude. 
Yeah. You know, I feel like saying it that is hard though because you do you want to make him happy. You, yeah, I know. It's, hey. a, it's always there's always the struggle. I'm gonna hang up and he's gonna be like, "Fucking dad, won't bring me a fucking Xbox." Yeah, I know. And I'm like, I can't handle no. I always wonder like what what are those instances that they remember for their uh, in their yeah, adult yeah, yeah. life? Because yeah. there are certain things where where I think, okay, I'm, I'm this is a teaching moment. This is a teachable moment. Yeah, I'm not gonna do this for you because you've got to figure out how to do that for yourself or that that you it, we're not just catering to your every need. All right. You know, I'm not callous. Like I'm, I I provide for them, but there's a certain point where it's like, all right, this is probably, a, I wonder if those moments are impactful or if they're just like, nah, whatever. I think if you're lucky, a couple of them are. A couple of them, yeah. Maybe one. Right. But one of them definitely gets you. But I know there are some things, especially my daughter will say that she remembers vividly and it's like, I don't yeah, that's know. crazy. That's a those are those are ones where when they say that I go, how was I back then? Because if <laughs> yeah. they remember that, right? Did they? I mean, what did I do? No, but day not, to day? I don't mean something <laughs> negative. I just mean like what what was vivid to them. What, yes. what they remembered. Yeah, I no, I get it. I just I'm not saying traumatic. Well, I don't. I, that, I go. You know, I mean, I'm like, I feel like I've been positive their whole life, but yeah. I'm paranoid. I'm. Definitely the dark horse of the family. Right. You know, like they're like today, if I go to this thing today and they're there, I'm I, I mean, it's like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. Everybody, fair <laughs> enough. You know, I can't be like, oh, you're gonna you're judge outlier. me just because I look like a fucking maniac. <laughs> like fucking judge away, you know? And then my kid looks at me like, ah, it's dad. And I'm like, yeah, but fuck, man. You Surprise. Don't, you don't deserve to be like, ah, it's don't worry, my dad looks crazy. He's fucking full of gold teeth and punches people. I'm like, I don't punch people. Yeah, but his- but it's better that they feel like that than they're embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, there, there's a sense of of familiarity and, and comfort and not just like, oh, God. You're not coming in like, shut up, you got, you know, some okay, yeah, drunk, raging asshole. No, no. <laughs> I haven't done that. You're making me feel way better. I've never done that. Well, that's what I mean. I just, you know. Shut up, kids. Go get me a beer. I've never, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Wrong. That, that's, that's when you're embarrassing. Right. And a problem. Okay, well, then I'm fucking good. I'm yeah, solid. you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> just look weird in front of people. I feel like my kids kind of like it sometimes. Like when people get intimidated by me, they're like, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Don't say shit. My dad can be up your dad. Yeah, no, which usually, because everybody, every kid thinks that. But my kids are right. I beat up everybody. <laughs> Every kid thinks that. Mine are right. <laughs> my dad could beat your dad easy. I remember my daughter said that once and I had it as a button on my show because I thought it sounded so cool. <laughs> she was like three saying it too. She was oh, like, you recorded oh, yeah, it? My, my dad beat your dad easy. And then my, that was, I would just play cool. it every now and then. I'd be like, she knows what's up. <laughs> You know, I had an argument with uh, my son about McDonald's the other day when talking about putting your foot down. I don't like fast food. I don't like the 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 corporate system of it. I don't like that like everybody's in a hurry and that the only food you can turn to is these fast food restaurants. I think it's it's. it's I think that's kind of generalizing, the- but yeah, okay. I'm I'm just this is my opinion. I okay. think fast food is the enemy of the world. I think like all these fat people that are a little bit slower than they. Than they than they should be because their choices of food. When you're in a hurry, I've been in a hurry. I drive. Fuck, but man. But it's not your only no choice options. if you're gonna hurry. If you're, or, or you meal prep. 
If you make meals for the day, then yes. Otherwise, the freeway like says there's a lot. There's a, the freeway there's a lot says, of gray area in there between. But go maybe ahead. Maybe you go into restaurants. That's where you beat me. But I don't have time to go. No, to a restaurant. I, okay. Go ahead. Anyway, anyway there are healthy I'm, snacks. Not from McDonald's. I mean, I, okay, never mind. Awesome. I go got ahead. the one guy that's like mm, McDonald's because I know you do eat it and you like it. I like it. I'm not a fan. And but I, but also I, I believe in that kind of stuff in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're, you're saying like it's the only choice and that's where everyone's going all the time. I feel yeah, like maybe pe- some people are and they choose to do that. But, but I do feel like there, you can still do that in moderation yep. and, and be healthy. Hey man, you can drink in healthy. moderation. Sure. And be fine. But right. I feel like a lot of people yes, eat it every day. Course. They get yes. into a routine and then they become like not who right. they want to be. It's bad for you. So anyway, I go, man, I don't really want to take know you going there. To this rabbit hole. And he goes, and he gets dark. And I'm like, what? He's like, it's just McDonald's, Dad. Like, why can't I just get some McDonald's? And I was like, okay. Duly noted, I might be a bad dad right now, but your dad hates fast food. And when you're older and you got a job, you can go get fast food. But right now in my car, I don't go through drive-thrus for McDonald's for anyone. You can get a McDonald's meal when you go back to your mom's house. And I was driving home going, are you an asshole? Did you just did you just become a fucking shithead and 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 my son is in the car going, what the <laughs> fuck is his deal? Like, I do feel like you- <laughs> I did, that, that, that's what happened, isn't it? God damn it! It's probably yeah, it's probably one of those moments where, but at least you had the the perspective that wait, maybe I was a little harsh on that. Yeah, where many parents are just like, nah, that's it, case closed. You'll have nothing and like it. Hey, I didn't say you're banned from it or you're, or I think you're bad if you get it. I just, me personally, I can't rollerblade and I can't drive through McDonald's drive throughs I can't. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going in there. Fuck you. Fuck you, <laughs> rollerblade. I don't even care if you're nice is, and you didn't mean it. it. They're all the same. They're all the same. Snakes. <laughs> oh my God. I trust fucking rollerbladers or fast food. <laughs> I like how that's, that's it. Those two, those and like anything else you want to group together with that? Not nah, we'll get in trouble That's if I it. group group anybody else. <laughs> Yoga people are worrying me a little bit lately, but whatever. Um can I say I like I like a cheeseburger no onions. I know you've always have. You've all uh, that's why But I, I like the small ones. I like the you know what I mean? It's a moderation. Yep. Now you're you've always eaten And they're that. fries. The fries are good. I remember somebody I was like, why does uh Anderson Silver have a Burger King logo on his shorts. He's Anderson fucking Silver. And then someone goes, hey, man, I don't know if you know this, but Anderson Silver loves McDonald's. He gets cheeseburgers from there all the time. And I'm like, really? Because I was under the impression if you're the greatest athlete alive that you don't eat one ever. Would you consider, say, Subway fast food? Oh, yeah. But I don't. It's when, and then it came to you because I was arguing that that was some bullshit. And they were like, What about Tony Hawk? He fucking does McDonald's commercials. And I was like, He eats McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And they're like, Really? I'm like, Fucking really? Before <laughs> he was Tony Hawk, yeah. after Tony, yeah. like X Games Tony, video game, t- he fucking <laughs> eats McDonald's. I've seen him do it, but he ain't doing it for like, Look at me. It's just, he's, yeah, hell yeah. I want to get some McDonald's. And Subway. And Subway. Good fucking for you. There, you- was, there was a tour. One of our birdhouse tours where we pretty much had Subway every day. Because you love it. 
I used to bitch about it on the show all the time. It made me think like I, every man and woman out there that's driving in a hurry and you look off the freeway, like where are you going to stop to get a, you know, Jim's fucking sandwich shop is fucking gone. You know what I mean, like I'd love to even, uh, what's the Joe's thing? What's the, what's the sandwich guy? Jersey Mike's. Yes. Jersey Mike's. I don't even eat meat, but Jersey Mike's has got, like if the Jersey Mike's was as big as McDonald's, I'd be okay. Cause you got like a sandwich, it's real bread. You made the bread like the, like, it, like it's a sandwich. It's got stuff in there that's good. There's vegetables. They're actually they came from a garden. There's no spray over you it to pick like your battles. <laughs> you saying that I need to fuck Jersey Mike as well? No, I don't know. I will. I feel. I feel like you. 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 I you make, justify your arguments however you you can, so that it's like no, but this is okay. But that one's fine. This is fine. Well, it's not okay. It's survive. It's like it'll do. Not do, sure. I mean, the, what you're really supposed to do is make those meals and have them with you in the car, and that sure. is tedious. I've done yeah, that. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard, unless you have like a agreed. The people that give it, they send it to you. Unless your dad will make you cinnamon rolls. Man, that sounds so good. Not having a dad. <laughs> I, I gotta say, there was a, there was a part of me when she asked. I was like, yeah, I could, I get one of those. I could. I would you enjoy made one it, of those right? as well. What's did that? You make it or did you go get it? No, I made, well, you know, they're the frozen ones where you. Oh. Oh, but you still made them. Pillsbury? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds Those fun. ones are good. Yeah. My wife will make that for me. Yeah. So I'm still. But that's what I'm it. saying. When she asked, I, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to be late, but it does sound pretty good. We'll make them. Did you have one? That's, yeah, that's what I'm telling okay. you. That's, okay. that, that's what I'm getting at. I had one and went out the door. But you guys talked a little bit while you were making it. Yeah. That's worth it. Because those are the pockets you get when you're a dad and they get old. Yeah. It's like, we're going to have a cool conversation that goes for roughly four to five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you made the pancake and then they're off and they're talking. Last night friends. I made sure to get some really good uh, Italian food on DoorDash. Because ah. I knew it would bring everyone to the table. So we actually had like, because our kids are, you know, we're almost empty nesters. We only have one at home. But not and they're all, but they're home from college right now. Uh, Three of them are home okay. from college, so we had we had a captive audience last night for Italian huh. food. That was pretty cool. Well, that's awesome that yeah. everybody comes back. How long do they come back for? Uh, well, oh, for now a week, but but um, college schedule calendar is is way different. So they get out I think around December tenth, okay. and then they go back to school in January. So in the wintertime, they're just going to be posted up for sure. Uh. Do they like being back or do they like college better? I don't know if they make that distinction. Are they partying? Uh, well, a little bit. I mean, one that's home is, is legal age. All right. So he's out last night. Right. With homies. With, with Clay Kreiner. And, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> with like, and uh, who else? Muscle. That's Chris Russell. That's who they hang out with, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they kind of they they have they all come in the same circles. I never met Clay Griner. I'm a huge fan of his skateboarding, and and I can kind of tell from all the videos that he doesn't mind a drink. He reminds <laughs> he reminds me if we were if we were if I was in my prime, I'd be uh, hanging out with that guy for sure. He seems right up my alley. He's a very talented skateboarder. And yes, to boot, holy crap, is he an amazing skateboarder? He jumped. He jumped the. He created a channel at the combi. He jumped oh, yeah. around. 
I mean, the round ball, that's just a big, that's an opening. That's not even a channel. No. He made it so. Has anyone else done that? No. Right, okay. It's wild. Yeah, I like that 360 flip over the gap at, at Elliot, Elliot's. Oh, yeah. Where he catches it. Catches it with his front foot and I'm like, no grab. To have vert skills and, and yeah. street it's pretty magical. skills, like a, a blend where it yeah. works. I'm like, that doesn't look bad at all what you're doing. It looks really good. <laughs> and it's yeah. hard to make a, a, a tray flip look good on a big board. It really is. Like, I don't care who you are. Get Kareem Campbell to do a tray flip. Yeah, and usually your feet are bouncing anyway. Even when you catch it, it's still yeah. kind of like, it's just bouncing there. I mean, you're going a lot faster and it's yeah. a lot bigger than any other tray flip ever done. True. But even Bob and Danny, when they do tray flips on a mega ramp board, it looks like shit. But it's not them. It's making that boat do that trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your legs have to do a different thing to make that thing spin and flip. You gotta, you gotta wait. I seen a video the other day of Danny tray flipping into the mega ramp. And I'm just like, God, oh man, dude, you're a fucking maniac. That whole movement, I'd never, I could never get into it. Yeah. Just so much work for, I don't know. Remember, uh, who was it? Giorgio Satoni? I knew you were going to say run that. that one. Yeah, he loved that shit. Yeah, fakey, fakey frontside half cab yeah. into, into any ramp and sometimes kickflip in. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, Andy could do that too. Andy? Andy could do kickflip in. Yep. He did Keyflip Mellon into the ramp and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Good for them. Yes, right? <laughs> no, I'm seriously happy for Blending you. those skills. Yeah. Really no interest at all. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why don't you skip yeah. this double kick, Jason? I'm like, I may as well because I'm not fucking. I would, I would not find joy in that. Yeah, like, even I wouldn't if I find... made it. Yeah, even if I made it, I'd be like, that was a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's hideous skateboarding. <laughs> All right. right no, don't ever make. Let's never agree. We're finally to, agreeing on something. <laughs> <laughs> we're never. We're never kickflipping in from the deck. I just realized we had a fast food fight. <laughs> this is really the show. Fast food fight. <laughs> Let's get all the burgers here. I and wonder, have a taste. So on. I'm 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 opening a restaurant uh, with a friend who's. I saw that wedding. chicken hawk. Yeah, chick and hawk. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, and I wonder if you'll consider that fast food. No, no. I mean, did you get your fucking I mean, chicken meat from Chick Fil A? No, I mean, just mean like it's not it's not a drive through, but there will be a pickup window. No, nah, but that's but that's the bit that I like. I. If okay. it was if it was every stop instead of Taco Bell, McDonald's, and KFC, it was fucking Chick and Hawk, and you know, I mean, and some I mean, other- it's gonna be he's he's an amazing chef, so right? Be- which means he's using good ingredients. Yes, bread, people <laughs> say bread's bad, but I don't know. I feel like it depends on your your. You know how people say this? I've tried to cut back on bread. Cave the caveman thing of people who should eat. Like they, like we used to right. when we were uh, kind of like when when your life expectancy was thirty years old, <laughs> right? Yeah, and we used to like hit things with clubs and eat it. Sure, I guess we could go back to that. Yeah, like I'm like that would thin the population out quite a bit. Yeah, it's like my wait. You're saying my body would embrace that more <laughs> if I just ate like raw meat and like a plant off the fucking <laughs> yeah. vine. Like I don't know if that's. I feel like sometimes my body, mood wise, bread is good for it. Like if I eat some bread, I'm like. Ah, oh, it got the it got the <laughs> bit. The the I think it's I don't want It's wanna, really hard for me to just keep waving bread. To to just not yeah. do it ever again. That's it's crazy. Cuz you yeah. can do days and weeks, but never yeah. again. Your body asks for it. It's well, it like me. Doesn't mean it's doesn't mean it's it's healthy if your body's asking for it, but yeah. Well, it's like you said if if it's every now and then your body asks for it and then you have it versus now I only eat bread. <laughs> the two different things. Like if you have bread every now and then cuz you feel it, like I got the because I'm plant-based, every now and then I feel like eating meat. 
So I, I answered my body. I'm like, you know what? Put some chicken in that. And Katie's like, really? I'm like, yeah, no, I'll try it. And then I'll have some chicken because my body asked for it. And then I go back to my plant-based life. All right. Well, listen to your body then, I guess. This is the, Man, this is the this worst is the show I've ever done here. I feel like I... <laughs> this, can this be like a special one that maybe doesn't come out or something? Fuck. I'm this is us preparing you for Rodney Mullen. <laughs> He's coming. Wait, he took my ability to do a good podcast. He's that was coming. It. The good, only skills I've got left is on this one recorded show that Tony isn't going to release yet. No, it's okay. You know, we get... We're, we, we talk about a variety of topics. Let me just write down. So Not we did that. Fast food. Skip that one next time, Jace. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, you can state your opinion. It's Did, fine. Uh, I'm if, still going to drive through places. I've got a question before the show ends. I got an M3, <coughs> a BMW M3. I just got it, and I put it in sport mode to do burnouts because Tony was late, so I went to a parking lot to do burnouts. Fucking... I can't drift it. It's like getting traction. Does anybody know how to make... I mean, I got horsepower coming out of my ass. How am I not drifting this fucking car? The tires? Somebody call me. M3 people. DM me. How do I get my fucking car to release itself so I can make smoke bellow out of Encinitas? <laughs> Come on. Got yes. my phone out and everything. Call, there's our call to action. Yeah, whoever gives me the info that makes me do the burnout, I'll send you a skateboard. He's got nothing to do with it. It's not going to have Tony Hawk's fucking name on it. It's only Jason. BMW Jason. No Tony Hawk. <laughs> no free DM right. skate park. Thank Don't you. do it. Leave me alone. Thank it's you not, for your service. It's not fair. All right. All right. We got to go. See you next time. Thank you. Like it. <laughs> Subscribe it. Subscribe it. Let's get some subscribers. What the fuck? Follow the YouTube. I'll make a good uh, 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 five-star rating on iTunes and say how great it was. That's yeah. supposed to help us as well. Thank you. That's another call to action. There you go. All right. See you guys.